Undivided Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special postseason edition of the House Divided Podcast. We are in Big Ten tourney time across multiple sports. As always, Jeremy is joining me to talk the Michigan State side of things. Jeremy, biggest hockey win in 10 years. How are we feeling? Yeah, I was going to say, we're not consistent about doing the show, but this is the latest we've ever gone. I think that's Hell yeah. we actually finally have hockey to talk about, right? So you got me to show up. Uh, yeah, man, what a weekend. It was fun. To the point where I I still made my men's league game. I'm a dedicated teammate Sunday, but uh definitely had the phone out on the bench watching in between shifts and uh saw the end of the game in the locker room is electric. So Yeah, man. I was uh I was happy for you reading through those tweets, seeing <laughs> seeing your journey going to your you're a brave soul. I I can't can I cannot confirm nor deny what would happen if I were put into a similar situation. See, I, I cannot thing, confirm or deny my no. teammate status. <laughs> I, I have a question on that though. Cause you, since the years that I've known you, we've talked about this like offline that I can't do the bubble. Like I try and just like record a game and not know a thing about it. And then I, it always gets spoiled for me. And I'm like, well, if they lost, I'm just not going to go back and watch it. Or if they won, Maybe I'll go back and watch it, but it has to be a great game. You're great at the bubble. Like you've done the bubble multiple times. I do the I do the I bubble. I do the bubble routinely, Jeremy. I so, so would you have bubbled? I would have for have sure. Gone? That's okay. the end. That's end of the end of the day, I would have gone. I like to talk shit, but I uh I am a loyal teammate and would have hated it. And and I'm goalie too. So like and it's for soccer, not hockey, everybody, but like that's a position you really don't want to just have a guy who's missing because he wants to watch Michigan play. So, <laughs> yeah. so I would yeah. try not. And as as the person who needs approval from everyone, I absolutely would have showed up and then just been like, well, I wouldn't have to worry about it for Michigan hockey. But even for Michigan basketball, I would have went and been like, nobody say a goddamn word to me about this. See, yeah, the thing too that the approval thing is also why I had to be there. But also why I can't make the bubble work, because if I try to make the bubble work, especially for MSU hockey, my mentions are crazy, and I feel like I'm letting people down to not share my thoughts. Uh, so dog, I, have to, see, I have to be saying something. That, so, good for yeah, you, it man. Didn't work. It didn't work. I, you I mean, can always do what Yospilt does and give the heads up to everybody about the bubble uh, before the game. But if you, listen, I'm not trying to force a bubble upon you. Uh, if if you don't want to do the bubble, you don't have to. Uh, I dedicated man. I, I can make it work. Yeah, shout out to Yost Bell. I uh, met up with him a couple weeks ago at the note at senior night at Yost. Uh, cool seeing him as always. Uh, but yeah, man, it was a. Uh, I lost my train of thought. The bubble. Yeah, just don't do it if you don't want to do it. I do it because, A, I don't have the poll you do on Twitter, so nobody's, like, tweeting at me if I'm not tweeting about Michigan hockey. That's kind of nice about not having a lot of followers. Nobody gives a shit. Um, And then also, you know, it's just who I am. I've been doing it since I was a kid. I would go into the bubble as a kid for Red Wings games just because I had a soccer practice. I was a psycho. I've always been one. I appreciate it, man. That's just – that's next level. Yeah, you're too good at that, man. 
Yeah, too good at. I, I live it off. Yeah, I staying off good. social media several hours yeah. at a time. It's very, very difficult. And by the way, I'm, I'm a I've, I've broken myself and ruined the bubble for myself multiple times by forgetting I was in the bubble. So no worries here. Um, but I believe we just I, I referred to myself as a psycho. So speaking of psychos. Did you know that Notre Dame hockey actually has fans? There are people that sign up and watch that brand of hockey routinely. Um, <laughs> that was the best uh, transition I could do. Michigan State beat Notre Dame in a three-game series this weekend after going down 1-0 on the road. Commendable. I picked MSU to win the series, but if you thought I was keeping that pick through the game one loss, you're insane. Jeremy, take me through your emotions. So here's the funny part, and I have the receipts to prove it. People asked me all week leading up to it. They asked me Saturday morning. They asked me Sunday morning, how are you feeling? And every time, my one-word answer was confident. Never was worried. Uh, Friday felt like, Friday felt like, I will say like, okay, so during the game Saturday, when you go, so Friday night, you lose a tight game where you end up out shooting them like 17 to two in the third period and just can't buy a goal. And so you lose a tight one nothing game. And then you come back Saturday and you start the first period and you outshoot them, I think 15 to three and you're down one nothing. I did have a point in the second period where I was like, well, fuck. (laughs) I'm glad to hear you're human because I would have been I would have been shitting myself after game one. I would have gave up. <laughs> I just, it's one of those where, like, I know that MSU has the talent that they have, right? But, but there's the limitations, and we'll get into that with the Minnesota series. Like, I know the limitations, but I also just know with the way that Notre Dame plays, you they're not going to, like, pull away. So you, they, they kind of play into MSU's hands where I'm like, okay, like, we can, we can beat this team. Not that Notre Dame's not talented, but, like, that's the style they want to play, and they want to sit back and let us hammer eighteen shots in a period. And, and this is gonna find a way through. <laughs> it yeah. just kind of felt like all we need is one. You just need to see one hit the back of the net. I don't even care if it's one and it gets disallowed. You just need to see it hit the back of the net <laughs> just one time, and then it's gonna open up. And sure enough, that's kind of what happened Saturday. Um, and then Sunday, yeah, man, like same thing. They go down one nothing, and they're like, well. All right, been here before, <laughs> and uh, and once they got the one, it's like I'm confident they're just gonna close this thing out. And uh, yeah, man, it's and they it's did. a stylistic thing. It's amazing to me too, though. Like I am so confident right now, next season about like we should be better than Notre Dame, Penn State, and Wisconsin. And I don't even let's go. What they do, I don't care about the portal. I don't care about any of those things. Like. <laughs> Folks, Jeremy is in what we call the Detroit Lions right now zone. Um, the parallels are staggering, but you're genuinely right. You're in the best space. You're going into this Saturday game against Minnesota, which we'll get into in a moment. Who gives a fuck? If they win, it's going to be the biggest win the program seen in a long time. We're going yeah. back further than 10 years. Because you guys were used to making NCAA tournaments at that point. Mm-hmm. This would be the biggest win maybe since Justin Advocator. Hot take. But hey, if you lose, who cares? 
If you lose, who cares? So you're in the perfect sweet spot. You have all the optimism about next year. Um, I do also want to be clear. You were right to be that confident, not obviously just because of how it turned out. But this Notre Dame team isn't the Notre Dame of of the past few years, right? They're not a team that has a few NHL stars and is really defensively sound. They just get caved and rely on Ryan Bischel. So – well, and I mean, what I told people too, like, it's really like, oh, are you confident? And I, I'd even forgotten that uh, the last year's at Notre Dame wasn't a, a clean split. I remember it as a split, but it was a loss and a tie. Um, but the tie, they massively outplayed Notre Dame and you just got a tie. But the biggest thing I told people was that Friday night loss at Notre Dame, the entire loss was that Ryder Ralston just carried that team. And Ryder Ralston's been injured. Like, Without Ryder Ralston, they have nothing up front. Like, Slacker is a good player, but, like, he needs Ryder Ralston with him. He's not on his own. And so, yeah, poor Ryan Mitchell, dude. Holy cow. Yeah, he's that insane. Kid, that kid's unreal. I was he he stole. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was, I was talking with a friend of the pod, Drew Van Grease, today, as it's also awards day coming out. And it's, like, it's, a, it's amazing to me that, like, the, the goalies in this conference, like the fact that Ryan Bischel had the season that he had, and I still felt like I had to get off my take about like, yeah, he's he's good, but he's not the best goalie. But like, how do you not tell everyone he's the best goalie after the season? So, unreal, unreal kid. And uh, it was, I, I don't know if you watched all the way through Sunday. I, I did, but actually. I had I think it. Nothing uh, speaks to Ryan Bischel as a, as a baller more than, so we scored the after that goal, so it's 4-2. And like 10 seconds left, State gets a two-on-one, and Daniel Russell gets a wide-open one-timer, and he stacks the pads and makes a glove save. No reason to try that hard. <laughs> like, fuck. Nah, you're going to lose. Let one more in. Like, what do you care? Nope. Stacks the pads, glove save, and the horn goes off. Like, Jesus, this kid. Unreal. Said he won't play in the tournament, but and I think he's asked knowledge about this. So I'm see. not. But, I mean, I guess I'm sad for him, but I do not want not that Notre that Dame team in that in the tournament. That's the team that goes to the Frozen Four, and you're like, how? Yeah, right. <laughs> I I can attest to uh, Ryan Bischel having that dog in him because <laughs> I was at the aforementioned senior night. I was at it. Yost, uh, Notre Dame won that game two one in overtime, despite being outshot forty eight to twenty five. Uh, it was a yeah vintage <laughs> performance. From Ryan Bischel, it was good. Uh, obviously not happy with the ending, but you just have to tip your cap to something like that. Um, sorry, sorry, Jeff Jackson. You don't get to make it in the tournament this year. Thank God for all of us. Um, let's get into the Minnesota, uh, not series, game. Saturday night at Mariucci. Um, so for those who aren't aware, we've kind of referenced it, but situation is this for Michigan State. You win and you're in the NCAA tournament regardless of what happens in the Big Ten title game. You lose and you are out of the NCAA tournament pretty much regardless of what happens around the country. Um, it's it's a tournament game for Michigan State whose national title hopes are still alive. This is just another tournament game. Uh, unfortunately, this is literally the worst team in the country for that to be against on their home ice. You are playing the number one team in pairwise who has been the dominant team in college hockey. Um, doesn't get much harder than that. Uh, but listen, I'm rooting for you. Uh, 
uh, I'm still trying to find phone numbers for Jackson Lacombe and uh, Morgan Cooley. If I get those phone numbers, I will be pounding them, trying to get them to be sick. I don't know. Anything to, to scratch one out Saturday. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, you described it perfectly. Like, I, and I've talked to some people like around MSU hockey fandom and stuff that just not close to the program because the guys that talk to you close to the program are like, you know, our job's not done. We got to go. Like, they're, they're, that's their attitude. But like, Mike and I have been talking with fans like that are smart hockey fans, which is like, whatever, dude. My smile's not going to disappear. They could all, they can blow us out eight nothing again. It won't change a damn thing in my mind. He's, he's, um, a, he's a goddamn liar, folks. It won't change I'll a thing in his mind, but he will be miserable Saturday. Well, I'll night. be pissed. I'll be pissed. Like, I can't wait till we get that good. But, but no, man, like, it's unreal to finish that series off and just know that, like, it, like if we got Ohio State or Penn State and we lost one of them, I'd be like, shit, that was an opportunity missed. Even though you still have the season, you're like, that's an opportunity missed. That's that's Michigan uh, losing to TCU in the semi. If, if it exactly. was one of those teams, it's like yeah. it's like you can't be super mad at them for losing, but that's a missed opportunity. This is like playing Georgia in the semi. Exactly. You are playing exactly. with house money, and uh, I can't wait to see it. I'd love to see Minnesota choke and like go into the NCAA tournament playing one game in the last month. And yeah, I mean, rooting for I mean, that. I mean, Wisconsin beat them, so it's possible, right? But. uh yeah, I don't know, man. It's, that it'll be an interesting game, Mike. You just need one night. You, you only need to be good for one night. Just feeling sincere, play out of his mind. Everyone's going, <laughs> and you just, you just, you're there for one night, and it all breaks your way. I will say you just, that you take it. <laughs> Dylan Saint Cyr could definitely steal this game for you, right. and, uh, and he has you, not been great. He has not been Minnesota this season, so doesn't matter. He's got he's to have been a chip that on his good. He wants it. Yeah, there you did, go. I didn't feel it was like some people have like reached out and I even did a show today that asked like, so is this like you know, on ice level? Like, are they that much better? And it's like, well, here's the thing: everyone that's afraid of Minnesota as a fan. Like I can tell you, these dudes are not afraid. These dudes have played not just this season four times. And yeah, they got beat four times. But like, hockey is so small. These kids have played against each other U14, U15. They might have been teammates in junior. They played against each other in junior. Like, there is not a single guy on either roster that doesn't know each other. <laughs> They're like, they know each other. They're not afraid. So, even though Minnesota has won these games, there's guys in MSU's room that have been like, yeah, well, in junior, we took it to the NTDP and we beat Logan Cooley. I'm not afraid. Like, you know, like they're just not going to be scared of this. So, yeah, if you think Jagger Joshua is going to walk into Mariucci scared, you're insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I completely agree with everything you said. And also, if I would have been like, hey, MSU finishes with this many points, Minnesota finishes with this many points. How many times if they play seven games, like they they Michigan State could win one out of five. Well, they're zero and four, so really the odds are kind of in your favor. No, yes, anything there? Maybe. Um, you mentioned Wisconsin beat Minnesota. I want to use that as a transition. Uh, Wisconsin actually split every series after their Yost series at the beginning of February or late January, whatever it was. Uh, every night they would get their doors blown off Friday and then we actually win Saturday. That being said, I was still kind of expecting Michigan to dog walk them for two straight nights. They did not. 
they <laughs> I, let's be clear Michigan won for two straight nights <laughs> and they did not drop a game they didn't have to see a game three that's great uh but man it didn't look pretty um my first note here for this series nighty night Tony Granado let's do uh, some grave we, dancing we have buried the lead my man like yeah we need so here's the thing and I know we don't have a huge dedicated fan following but I would need people to hit us up on Twitter with who's our coaches next year that we just adopt as like we mentioned in every episode and I think we should say they should be fired in every episode, but we also make our cult hero because this is two years in a row now he does. Like we took out Richard Patino and we miss him. God do we miss him. And now we're not gonna have Granado next year. So we need who's our who's our guy. It can be ace football, basketball, hockey. You pick it, we will shoehorn a match with Jim. I don't think you're going to like my idea. i just telling you right now. It can't be be one of our... Talk coming, baby. It's Mel Tucker. (laughs) I can't do do Juwan Howard. You can't do... No, come on. Okay, first of all, we're not comparing those two things. Going five and seven is not the same thing as being on the NCAA tournament bubble. Uh, Listen. You fired him already. We don't need... You're right. I was trying to... I was trying to get off a good joke. We don't need to dive into this from the middle of the Michigan Wisconsin but, series. But I will say, we will say, elect a new coach. My one, my one leader, and people can jump on and either agree with this or they can give us a better one. Guy Gadowski at Penn State, you are on my watch. You are I like Guy Gadowski. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, we'll have to sell some more pizzas to the student section and finish sixth in the Big Ten and lose in the first round. <laughs> See what happens. We'll have to look uh, throughout the Big Ten across all sports and really make sure we're finding the right guy. Because uh, if we do it for all sports, we're we're overkilling it. So yeah, we'll, we, we will do the research, folks, and we will come back to you with our new uh, meme coach. Uh, but now to get to the actual hockey, rest in peace, Tony Granado. Um, Friday night, chaotic ending rest as hell. Piss. Yeah, rest in piss. That's right. Uh, chaotic ending. I mean, really a chaotic game. It was a six-five overtime win for Michigan. Um, Michigan goes up one-zero, goes down two-one, up three-two, down four. Th- literally the whole the whole song and dance. Um, but anyways, the point that matters is with a couple minutes left, Michigan is down five to four. They put six men on the ice and pull their goalie. Unfortunately, they did not do those times simultaneously. So Adam Fantilli's hat trick goal gets wiped off the board for too many men. How is that not a penalty? Can you explain that to me? How can a goal get wiped off the board for too many men on the ice, but then it's not a two minute power play for Wisconsin for too many men on the ice. Uh, I believe just to make it like that. It's not logically doesn't make sense, but I believe the same way that like certain reviews you can't all of a sudden give a foul right. basketball. It, right. I think that's what it is. I think that um, that's I will also say so line changes, like regular line changes, the rule is different for your goalie coming off and a regular line change. Like so like reps on like the regular line change. If you hop the boards and the guy that you're taking off is like five to ten feet from the boards, like a couple strides. They're not going to call you for too many men unless someone touches the puck or it's usually just you or the guy being off. 
they're gonna let it go. Technically, yes, six guys are on the ice, but they give you a window. Yeah, yeah. The goaltenders, they do not. The goalie needs to be off the ice entirely before your guy goes on. So that's another thing that, especially working with kids, like when I've been coaching, like you're just used to like, hey, the goalie's like five to 10 feet away. I can jump, right? Like he's good because on a regular line change, I'm good. It's not that in the goalie. So I think they made it reviewable because of that. I actually didn't even know it was reviewable, to be honest. I, I didn't know. <laughs> then MSU had a review too, uh, but with a regular line change with Notre Dame on Saturday night. So I didn't even know that was going to be. And then it happened twice in one weekend. Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't even know. Yeah. Because if I was a Wisconsin fan, I, I would be furious if a goal gets removed for too many men. The goal comes off the board, but then Michigan just pulls the goalie again. They right. would get the equalizer. Uh, great yeah. for me. Bad for Tony Granato. And uh, then the the moment of the weekend for me is Friday yeah. night. Steve Holtz uh, scores the overtime winner for Michigan to go <laughs> to go up 1-0 in the series. And after what that guy been through, we've outlined it on the podcast. There's many, many yeah. words that have been written about it. Um, after what he went through with the illness and being hospitalized just this fall, just this season, to score the overtime winner in a Big Ten playoff game at Yost, uh, just awesome for him, awesome for the whole team, really. And it was great to see. Um, Saturday night, they go up 4-1 in the first two periods. Looked like it was over. Wisconsin scrapped back to make it 4-4. And another person who deserved a big moment after his career at Michigan gets one with uh, Nolan Moyle scoring the game-winning goal with about two and a half minutes left to go up 5-4. Michigan would end up scoring twice more, once with an empty net, once on uh, Jared Moe again. But, yeah, really good. Uh, Good series for the Michigan offense. Good series for Eric Portillo, despite giving up nine goals. Um, at some point, Michigan's going to have to play some defense. Uh, they've done it this season. I'm not going to out here act like they haven't, but between the blown leads of the first half and really just a general play over the last couple weeks, you know that Ohio State series wasn't great. Uh, the Notre Dame series to end the year. They don't allow a ton of goals, but Eric Portillo had one of his best weekends of the year, in my opinion, to to keep him in those games. So uh, I don't know. They have the capability to do it. They've shown they can. But from here on out, you're playing NCAA tournament teams in playoff style hockey the rest of the way. you got to lock down here. Um, maybe it was a little bit of going in against the seven seed. We heads weren't in the right place i i don't know but it has to improve in order to win this weekend it has to improve in order to for this team to reach its goals and uh yeah but that's really the wisconsin series there's not a ton of analysis i i doubt you saw any of it considering it was all banished to big 10 plus the coverage was terrible as always yeah. thank you i'm happy to be done with you for the year um before I get off this topic, though, I do want to give a good old shout out to Adam Fantilli because it wasn't the prettiest six point weekend because <laughs> of some of the way the goals went down, uh, just being kind of not garbage goals. But what, what are they? What's the endearing version of that goal scorers goals? Uh, <laughs> some some lucky bounces some scrums at the front of the net. But he's been unreal this year. Fifty six points. 
leads the country by I think five, six. Um, has not played the full season. He was out for World Juniors. He's been suspended for a game. So I, I'm just uh, really thankful for the season that I've got to watch from Adam Fantilli and begging whatever team lands at two overall that maybe he could use another year in college. I think I'm stretching a little bit there, but, you know, it'd be cool. Um, yeah, I think you're stretching. <laughs> I'm stretching also, quite a bit. I guess, I mean, not a surprise, but I guess we can probably touch on uh, the news coming out of New Jersey that they've already said Yes. Michigan season ends, Quinn Hughes is gone, which Luke Hughes. Needs to, sorry, Luke Hughes, which needs to happen. Um, he, yeah. Just like his brother, Quinn, who I was thinking of in my head, just like his brother, um, I think you can kind of tell, like, college hockey got a little bit too easy there for a second. I mean, it's like he's slipping and making mistakes because he's not fully locked in. Right, um, yeah. He doesn't need to be it's a lot of nights. So I think it's, it's definitely time for him as a player. Uh, to, to make that move, but just uh, just thought that would be something that... For sure. Mention, you know. it, it, absolutely, and I'm glad you caught me there, because I did leave that off the old outline. Um, yeah, Luke Hughes was definitely ready for this jump. I think everybody who follows this program was kind of anticipating uh, him to go after this year. I think it speaks to what the New Jersey Devils think of him and the quality player he is, that they're planning to bring him on after the season this year with the playoff push that they're in. This isn't just get a couple games at the end of the season to learn what the NHL is about. This is, this is we're putting in, in our lineup and we're trying to win a Stanley cup. So uh, I think it's pretty cool. And I look forward to watching them in the NHL. Uh, agree yeah. with everything you yeah. said too, though. It definitely, I would say, easy uh, for I appreciate your points too. Let me know how we're a little bit better. I think the big thing for me on Michigan is I know. So like it's made of the fact that they have the highest parents in the country. Um, which a lot of those are coming from like they just have had some a mix of you know bad plays but also bad luck on the video reviews you know major penalties for guys and that that adds up but you don't get to be number one on pins just on major penalties and this team has got to find their discipline i know again i agree in the ncaa tournament it's usually not called as strict so that that can play in your hands a little bit but every penalty you're taking is monster. You're you're me, absolutely that's correct. That's the story. Like they gotta get, they gotta find discipline. Well, at this point in the season, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. how do you find discipline? You've had the whole season, in, but they gotta find a way. That's the big storyline for me about them. Not so much the Big Ten tournament because I don't. I think they're locked into a number one seed regardless of what they do. Um, Probably but, with it being a loss to Ohio State, who's so right. up in the pairwise. Um, I think they're probably locked into a one seat as well, dude. I, I completely agree with what you said because the penalties are outrageous. The officiating in the big 10 is outrageous, but guess what? Everybody's playing with that same deck. We're all there is, pimps. <laughs> I think unless yeah. you was third in the country right behind you guys. So yeah, it, and yeah. well, I mean, you guys are a Goonie team, so that kind of makes sense. That's but oh, dude, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's bad, but it's because they're just so undisciplined. Ethan Edwards, I want to just grab him and shake him. So I'm like, you're such a good fucking player. Quit taking the dumbest penalties I've ever seen. Fantilli too. He's like to a T. I was to the point where I'm like, okay, well, maybe his physical game just doesn't translate well to these shitty rules. But then, like against Notre Dame, he gets tossed 
for just a dumbass elbow to somebody's head. And I'm like, what are we doing here? It, it's it's maddening. I, I get it. They're trying to play a physical game as more of an undersized team, and that's going to lead to some penalties, and I can deal with that. But you're right. I, I, the majors, and, and honestly, just not being able to stay out of the box, period, will probably sink this team when they get eliminated from the NCAA tournament. Uh, but we'll see. Um, the game against OSU is a big one this weekend. Thank God it's at Yoast. Uh, thank God that despite us choking the final weekend, Ohio State had to play Minnesota, so they didn't take any points. And so we get home ice. Um, I think it gives us a lot better chance. Uh, the problem is Ohio State has looked best of any opponent against second half Michigan, I would say. Uh, they they played second half Michigan four times. They were the only team to play uh, Michigan four times in 2023. They took two of those games. One was a tie that they won in a shootout, and then the other was a Michigan win at Yost. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's not huge. Like you said, Michigan's pretty much locked into a one seed. For me, this is about the fact that it's Ohio State. And the momentum, this is different if you have to go to Columbus and maybe lose a semifinal before the NCAA tournament. But to me, you've got <laughs> you've got them in Ann Arbor. This is a team that has beaten you more than you've beaten them this year. So there's a big opportunity for the guys, and I think it would be a lot of momentum even if you go lose at Mariucci next weekend heading into the NCAA tournament. So it's a big game. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Uh, I think I think Michigan's going to win. I just have a feeling. But, you know, that Friday night game at Yost, the first one of 2023, and they outshot us by like 30 and won 7-2, that also happened. So... We'll see what Michigan comes out. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if if we can sneak a few past Dobash. Is that how you pronounce it? Dobash. Dobash. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. I, I, I just Midwesterned it up and said it all in one syllable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he their goalie uh, Dobash has had an excellent season as well. Uh, and you know. Let's see. Let's beat Ohio State in a pivotal game late in the season again. We're used to it. Let's keep doing it. I almost wish we don't have to touch on basketball because that should have been the show ender. Right? Oh, man, don't worry. I can I can come up with some heat uh, for them in basketball, too. Although, did you see the whooping they laid on Wisconsin tonight? I do not, but that's as I expected. I'm glad that uh, those slim, slim, I listened to the... Oh, my God. Okay, they only won by eight. Ohio State has officially put the nail in the coffin of Wisconsin season, but they were up. At one point, it was it was like thirty six eighteen, I think, like at halftime. It was it was over. Wow. Well, good for Wisconsin for fighting back. Just kidding. Fuck you guys. I hate you. Um, <laughs> that's that's hockey. Let's just jump into hoops. It's Big Ten tournament time. Um, Michigan. <laughs> is not going to make the NCAA tournament, <laughs> probably. They they have to win two. They need to beat Rutgers and then beat Purdue. Uh, Michigan State is probably going to win the Big Ten tournament, I think. That's my that, – there's your Brendan hot take of the episode. I think not really a hot take. They're like the three seed, but I think they win it. 
Uh, yeah, and they'll probably be like a seven seed and lose in the second round. So we 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 cover some mid ass basketball teams. This is the worst yeah. Big Ten I've seen in years, by the way, too. Yeah, really bad conference. Like they're gonna have like seven teams in, but only two are gonna be maybe five seeds or better. So, well, I was gonna say you're going seed wise. I was gonna. I thought you were just gonna say only two are gonna make the second weekend. I'm like, dude, there's not maximum. That's probably true too. Maximum, no. <laughs> I don't know if I trust not. Indiana to do that. I'm saying maximum one team is making the second weekend. There is a zero percent chance that Purdue and Indiana make it out of the first weekend. I'm telling you that right now. Those two programs, the yin and yang, they live. One of them is gonna have that shit to talk. I, I promise. They're not gonna go out in the same round. Yeah, I, I, it's been fun. Like, for Edmonton, it's kind of a weird space, right? So, like, I don't really care what happens in the tournament. I'm just, I, I'm kind of like the late stage Red Wings fan, but it's not late stage because we do have a great class community next year where I'm like, just continue the streak. Like, just give me an instant tournament. It's fine. Um, but it also is like, now the guys we thought were going to leave, like, Willie Call and, uh, we're not supposed to Joey Hauser. Joey Hauser's gone. But, Willie Hall and Walker looks like they're coming back. And that's kind of exciting to be like, okay, well, I don't even have to be sad that the guys who have come on this season. Uh, I'd be fine. I'm going to regret these words because he'll probably like make a dagger against Michigan in a big game next year, but I'm cool with Malik Hall coming back. Tyson Walker, Tyson Walker, get the fuck out of my face. Leave me alone. I, I don't care. He hasn't even been that good, but he just has the feel of if he comes back. Now. I mean, he okay, d- don't cancel me for that, Michigan State fans. I don't watch your <laughs> basketball team. Say. That was just me talking shit for no reason at all. Um, But him back for a year next year with all the, all the five stars y'all are bringing in, that does make me nervous. So Yeah, yeah that, that team becomes a real wagon real quick. Um, yeah, man, it's been the last few weeks have been fun. It's obviously um, we haven't touched on it because we haven't done a show since. But uh, I found uh, the month of February that it was really hard for me to be too frustrated at any sporting event that involved college athletes yeah. um, from my school. So you know, but it's but it's nice that it, it it hasn't even been a month where you have to just utilize tragedy to say like I'm not gonna dog these kids because they've also answered the bell. They've given me a lot of happiness this month. So. How impressive, too. By the way, shout out to those kids uh, on uh, all of them. Uh, the hockey yeah, I team. Tell you, I can tell you, it's from people on the outside like uh, I don't want to get all fully into it, but also. It's hard to go to my office right now. And my office building had nothing to do with it. And I don't know the kids personally who were affected. I have kids who were affected. I have students who were in the classroom that was being shot up. Um, and uh, yeah, man, and, like these basketball players and hockey players and gymnasts, they're all the same. Like they know someone, if you know someone who doesn't take that. They sit in the union all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's been, been a weird end of the season, but I'm just hoping uh, it's, it has the feel of like those years where Tom is a team to make your run. So, Ugh. I hope you don't use it up on the Big Ten tournament, though. I kind of hope more it's oh, but yeah. the Big Ten tournament. And then they, they do get to the second week of the NCAA. It's like, don't, 
go have a fun run this weekend and then bomb out in the second round. You would still to, you'd still look back at it as oh, no, if, if, that, we, if we you'd love better, it. Yeah, but this feels like don't give me the we we beat Purdue in the semis, but then lose to like Indiana in the championship game. Don't give me that. Like so either win the whole thing. You beat Michigan you in the semis. And then... <laughs> uh, hey, w- what would even happen? Juwan Howard versus Tom Izzo and nobody gets home court advantage. That's literally bragging rights for the rest of the rivalry, it feels Ooh, like. That's true. They haven't had that yet, have they? No, mm-hmm. the, the, the last mm-hmm. uh, neutral site game was, uh, I believe, John mm-hmm. Beeline's last year. I don't want to see Michigan right now. I think it's kind of a shame that Michigan – the, You're the hottest the team in the country coming yeah. off of uh, two losses. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think it's a shame that they had the December and January they did because if they could have just played this way the season, they'd be safely on the tournament. Um, if they wouldn't have lost to Central Michigan, they would just need a win to Rutgers at Rutgers or against Rutgers. Yeah. That's all they would need. What a weird! Did you watch? I never even saw any of that. It was on BTM Plus, and I watched it. I was one of like five Michigan fans watching it, and at first I was just like, "Let's watch this terrible team sleepwalk through a Central Michigan game," and I didn't realize how fucking literal that would be. Oh my god! Yeah, this year has sucked. They did a somebody did a poll yesterday of like, "What would you rather have a a, a second weekend loss after winning the Big Ten or?" being mid all year and winning us going to a sweet 16 and it was like 64 percent sweet 16 i'm like you guys are fucking insane yeah. this has been to i do not care if michigan Being goes two to the matchups in the first weekend this has sucked. your way no yeah this no. has sucked it has not been fun i have not enjoyed myself um but you guys there have been moments where i have you, enjoyed you treated football back to back with Bill in ohio state oh absolutely it's okay it's okay but yeah I, I would say, have you softened in your – does the end of the season soften your Juwan page? Yes. You have a little bit more faith back in Juwan. Okay. I do. So I've I calmed down. I, I, I think – I think, that, I think personally I'm in maybe a better headspace outside of sports also uh, than when that I was helps. calling for his job. Um, and also I just, just a little perspective, you know. I saw all the red flags, but I was just thinking negative at the moment. Um, yeah. I would say, yeah. may if, if he doesn't, if they don't make the tournament this year, and they don't make the tournament next year, then I'm mm-hmm. having the conversation. But that's still so many things that would have to happen for that. I I see the bonuses of Juwan. The development of Doug McDaniel from where he was when Jalen Llewellyn went down to where he is now. The development of Kobe Bufkin over the last two years. I mean, there are a lot of development bright spots under him. The the late game stuff has to change. (laughs) Non-negotiable. The format, I think, of just like uh, of his philosophy, I would like looked at maybe if by bringing in some new assistant coaches um just because i feel like he likes to play too big of lineups with with not enough spacing but but these are all fixable things and you know reminding myself he is a fourth year head coach there are many other things if he brings in somebody to coach defense who knows maybe and you get kobe to stay next year which is becoming similar to my adam fantilly 
thing, it feels like. But uh, if you get him to stay next year and Dickinson sounds like he's coming back. So, you know, they could put together a real nice year next year and compete for, you know, maybe not MSU's level, but of what we expect them to be, but still have a good season. So I'm optimistic. I've definitely cooled down. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like getting on a little bit more happy note as we head into uh, tomorrow. You probably just pulling your brains out at a Rutgers making an ugly defensive affair for like a 50. Oh, dude. I'm going to. I'm so grateful that my boss knows how much of a maniac I am about sports because I'm fully just allowed as long as I'm getting my work done just to. If if Michigan's playing, he won't even second glance at me watching it on my phone. So uh, I'll be having a breakdown in front of everybody tomorrow as Michigan's tourney hopes officially come to a close or stay alive. We'll see. Uh, one thing is guaranteed, though, and that is I will be having the breakdown. <laughs>